0: Welcome to the Arena Church podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. So welcome everybody to this uh, online message from Arena Church, which we roll out week by week and wherever you are and whatever time of the day it may be, we're asking in these next few minutes that God, by his Holy Spirit, will speak to our hearts and change us forever. For those of you that maybe join the online regularly, you'll know that in Arena Church we, through the year, have series of messages. We try and make them relevant and they link sometimes over four, five, six weeks. But today is what we might call a one-off message. It's just going to stand alone. And if you get a chance to read from the Bible in response to this message, then please go to the Good News book of Matthew in the New Testament, the first book, chapter 6, and verses 25 to 34. I'm not going to read those verses for time's sake, but I am going to reference them in these next few moments. And four times in those verses, there's a little phrase that I think is very, very relevant our time and it says this do not worry do not worry now in case you've just uh, taken a visit to earth from outer space uh, you you may be the only person that needs reminding that we have a national cost of living crisis it's in the media every day spoken about And many people's opinions upon it. I'm not removed from that. Just last week, I had my reconfigured direct debit payment from British Gas, and guess what? It's gone up. Of course, internationally, the Ukraine crisis continues to rumble on with little sign of the end of that terrible conflict. It may be that your parents and your little ones have gone to a new school at the beginning of term or perhaps they're growing and now they're at college or university and you're just a little bit concerned about how it's all going to work out. Maybe over these summer months you've changed your job and you're in the early throes of learning the new language of the new office or factory. All of these things can cause us to worry. And here in Matthew, a word for then, but in the beauty and brilliance of the word, a word for now, four times, as I've said, do not worry. Or driving down the meaning of the phrase, do not be overly anxious. There's a connecting verse in Philippians, another book in the New Testament, chapter 4 and verses 6 to 7. And this is what it says in the Message Bible. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. And let your petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. Quite a number of years ago, now when I lived in another part of the country pastoring a church, I remember leading a small group one Wednesday evening. And the uh, basis of the small group discussion was these verses from Matthew chapter 6. At the end of the time I had a lady come up to me and she says it's all right for you I'm the worrying type. Well in these moments I don't want you to think that I'm being cavalier in attitude, overly laid back, unthinking about the current issues as I've already said as they impact you so they impact me. And you may be, in your wiring, one of those people that would say, I'm the worrying type. So how are we going to navigate all of this? Whether we approach it from a deeply anxious point of view or whether we're trying to work it in another way. Well, let me just say firstly that worry is worthless. It can't change either the past or the future. Someone described worry as practical atheism. In other words, it has the danger of shutting out a living God, a Father that cares for us and loves us. And then worry is wasteful emotionally, mentally, physically, yes, spiritually. Sleep being compromised, inner peace replaced by a churning stomach, that leads sometimes to our headspace seemingly overwhelmed. And worry can express itself in wrong thinking. You see, if we go somewhere that Jesus is encouraging us not to, we make a choice to focus on the thing that leads to fear and anxiety and not to look to the God that is for us around us and wants to help us. In these verses in Matthew chapter 6, God says that he is interested in the basics of our life. And you can read it for yourself. But he's interested in food, what we eat. He's interested in clothes, what we wear. And he's interested in our health, and well-being. And he says that we can't add another day by simply worrying. It goes on to say in this passage that God looks after the birds, and he looks after the flowers, and he looks after the fields. He's interested in nature, the environments, and numbers of things that we are able to enjoy in the open spaces. And he goes on to pose this question. How much more will God clothe you, his people, oh you of little faith? Jesus is saying here as compassionately as he can that if I'm interested in the things of life, the birds, the flowers, and the fields. How much more am I interested in my special, special creation? Man made in his image. I hope that you've caught the heart of this message as you listen. I hope that you're able to Lean into what God is trying to encourage at this time. I hope that you've not gathered from me that I'm not bothered about the situations that we face. Indeed, along with my friends and colleagues and the community of believers in Arena Church, we not only spiritually in terms of praying, but also practically in terms of helping, seek to respond to this, yes, every day of the week. I hope that you recognise that I'm also somebody that wants to walk alongside others in this journey of uncertainty in this time. But I draw you in to capture, with a spirit of faith, the affirming words, of Jesus. It may be that our greeds can't be guaranteed in this season, but we are praying for you and standing with you that all needs will be met. In fact, we're believing that even in this autumn period, God will incredibly, yes, let me use the word, supernaturally meet people's needs that will leave them in awe of his goodness and grace. So as we close, don't be passive. Don't look on the wrong things. Don't take your focus from Jesus. But in response to these verses, in this challenging and difficult time in which we live, let's do three things Number one, let's reset. The Bible says, cast all of your anxiety or worry on him because he cares for you. Those of you who have watched fishermen over the years will know that the casting of the line is very important in order to catch the fish. There's a throwing away. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you and then let's refocus in the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verse 9 a promise comes to people that have had a focus to help others and it says my God will meet all of your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Let's believe that. And thirdly, let's recommit. Let's go to the last two verses of this passage in Matthew 6. And it says this, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of his own. There we see a priority. Seek first the kingdom of God. And when the Bible speaks about kingdom, it's not speaking about a realm a nation defined by boundaries, it's speaking about a rule. King Jesus ruling over our lives, making him first, not compromising our faith, not looking somewhere else, not going selfishly inwards, but letting Jesus be the king. And when we make him the priority, so we can claim the promise. And all these Things what things the things that have been talking about in the previous verses, the things to eat, the things to wear, the things to make life work, all these other things will be added as well we're believing that this next few weeks between now and the Christmas season, even though Naturally speaking, we may be facing it with some foreboding. will be a tremendously blessed time for all of you. That God will come in the power of his presence to touch our lives. Remember, there are people praying for you and believing with you. And as we follow God, as we give all of our lives to him, Let's believe that he'll come to us. He'll take us through and we'll give glory to the Lord. So if you forget anything else from what you've heard over these minutes, sincerely and clearly, not my words, but Jesus' words, do not worry. Amen. And I'm going to pray today, and it may be that you've never given your life to Jesus. You may be listening to this and you know deep in your heart you just wrack with fear. And you look into all sorts of things. But I'm saying today that if you make that decision to focus your attention on Jesus and give your heart to him, he really will make all of the difference. It may be that you're a believer. And some of the things that I mentioned at the beginning of the message, you're working through. Let's reset. Let's refocus, let's recommit and see what the Lord will do. Let's pray. So Father, thank you for the opportunity to share your word online. Thank you for those that enable us to make it happen. And in this difficult, challenging season for our nation that literally impacts everybody that lives in it, we pray today, that in faith we may receive the words of Jesus again to our life. We pray for people that are responding for the first time. That they will know that you've come to their lives and change them forever. And for every believer where anxiety may see to well up and overwhelm. We ask that you'll give us a spirit of faith. Look into Christ so that we don't worry, we ask it for Jesus' sake.